Hello and welcome to another episode of Open Studio. I'm your host, Martina Flor, and in this show I have honest conversations with artists, designers and creatives to uncover their paths and discuss the uh, specific tactics they use to overcome challenges and succeed on their own terms. Today I'll be having a conversation with Sebastian Curi. Sebastian's bright and bold work is the result of his wide experience as an animator and graphic designer. He employs cartoonish figures and playful compositions to portray ordinary scenes of life under the lens of a bright color palette. Sometimes animated, his work bounces happily between funny little gifs, huge colorful hands on prints or big murals where you can lose yourself in. Seb has done work for big clients like Apple, Venmo, The New Yorker, Nike, Warby Parker, Uber and others. During this show, he spoke about his beginnings as an animator, producer, and what led him to move countries and start over a couple of times. He shared his journey, the logic behind some of his decision-making along the way, and even opened up about how a tough health situation eventually helped him find his creative voice and thrive as an illustrator. Commercially savvy, he shared a golden tip to maximize the budget of his clients while having more control over the creative output. Fearless is the word that best describes Sebastian. So if you are thinking of starting your own creative business or pivoting what you are currently doing, this show will give you tons of creative courage and real life insights. Enjoy this conversation with Sebastian Curi. Hi, Sebastian. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. How are you doing today? Doing great. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing amazing. Uh, yes, it's your morning in LA. It's my uh, night. Oh, it's your afternoon, right? My evening. Or... My, uh, yeah, my evening in, in Berlin. Um, so I appreciate you waking up early for this uh, show. Uh, what are you right now? For those that are watching on YouTube, actually, where are you right now? Uh, we are in LA, actually, in, in Chinatown. Yeah. We we moved here in 2016, I think. No, 20, 2019. We moved to Texas, mm. to LA. Uh, yeah, we've been traveling a bit. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. And you're in your studio right now, right? Yeah, we moved to a studio a couple months ago, in, in, in October, mm -hmm. actually. So it's been, well, I'm terrible with maths, um, like six months around, yeah, something like that. Now it feels yeah. like our place, you know? Yeah. That's great. For those that are not watching on YouTube and are listening the, uh, to this, um, Sebastian has a, an amazing background of artwork in the back. Thank you. Um, and it seems that you're sharing this space with other people, right? Oh, yeah. I share my studio. Uh, if you are watching, like here. Hello. Hi. I share my studio with my wife. Um, yes. Yeah, we used, to, we used to work separately in different things. And then at some point, uh, we both went freelance and switched careers kind of like at the mm -hmm. same time and mm -hmm. and we we're trying to do that we're trying to do that we, we like it we work and live together um Ooh, yeah. yeah yeah challenging but it is very challenging um but i don't know you know we always been together um and like our friends are the same and we always go out and i don't know it, it felt like a natural thing uh and we tried without having a lot of expectations and it actually worked really well. Um, so she helps me a lot with production and she's kind of like also my, my art director, you know, someone to bounce mm -hmm. ideas. And then, uh, 
Um, I, she, she does carpets and I help her with design. She's a cook. So she's a self-taught designer and an animator, self-taught illustrator. Wow, that's great. I have so many questions uh, related to this. But first, I always like to start with, you know, where my guests are coming from and where, you know, what was their life growing up? Um, we will for sure go into the details of like a little, creative business. Little and, yeah. <laughs> yes, but I, I would really like to know how was your life growing up and also how was your family like? Yeah. Um... It was uh, it was cool, you know. Um, I'm from Buenos Aires. I'm Argentinian, mm. uh, and my my parents. My mom now is a teacher. My dad is uh, like a fishing guide, um, mm. but he used to be a taxi driver. So I think when I was little, um, my dad always liked uh, nature, you know, and outdoors activities. So when they got married, they moved to kind of like countryside, mm. to a small town south of Buenos Aires um, with cows, you know, and like fields and that kind of stuff. So that's where I grew up for the first three years. And then because of uh, just work, you know, and trying to find better opportunities, they, they moved closer and closer to Buenos Aires uh, mm -hmm. a couple of times. First, you know, mm -hmm. to um, a place called Mar del Plata that is mm -hmm. kind of like this uh, vacation destination. Uh, mm -hmm. And then later on, to some places in the south of Buenos Aires and then like mm. uh, kind of like the outskirts of, of the place. Uh, so they move a lot uh, during mm. like, I don't know, like my first maybe 10 years or something. I didn't notice actually that. Um, I think at some point now I travel a lot and I, and I recognize myself maybe, you know, like saying, I think, you know, this comes natural because they travel a lot and now like, we travel a lot. I change schools a lot. I've been in a lot of schools. Uh, and I always saw that as a natural thing, you know, like totally normal. Yeah. Um, so at some point, kind of like when I was a teenager, um, they stay in one place. My dad uh, stayed with his job as a taxi driver. My mom uh, kept her work as a teacher. And I have two brothers, um, just normal 90s life, you know, uh, I will... <laughs> I don't know. I suppose I will chill. Uh, I'm, I'm not like really sporty guy, so I will try to play football, you know, like everyone does it in Argentina, but I'm really bad. I was kind of like this chubby, little nerdy brown guy. Um, so I will stay and play games. Uh, and then I think when I got like later in, in life, like uh, teenager, you know, like 20s, uh, I, I got really into music. Uh, I started playing guitar. I got into like punk and hardcore and like, um, I don't know, just like metal, you know, like all that kind of like very loud music. Um, and I started playing in bands, uh, started doing flyers. And I feel uh, that moment was where I kind of like connected with kind of art stuff. Um, mm. So in I, which way? Like, because mainly what you're telling me about is like your journey through discovering music and being in a band yourself but in which way did you do you feel that that connected you with perhaps what you do nowadays which is illustration well you know i think it was like a like a long really long 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 mm. uh fade in into arts uh mm. but 
I, I wouldn't draw, you know, as a kid. I, was, I, I would draw, but like a normal kid, not like really those kids that draw all the time and draw. You know, I just would do like normal stuff. Uh, it wasn't a thing. Um, mm. And then when I had to choose a career, I chose uh, journalism. So arts mm. wasn't a thing. Uh, but I had my band and I would play in a couple. Um, I would play in a couple bands and I would do like concerts and I would organize them and I would do the flyers. And, and I realized that I like that kind of, uh, just like creating, you know, stuff, you know, just like do a t-shirt and then selling it, selling it and, uh, and go and play concerts and, and like compose music and just like the, just be with your friends, you know, that kind of stuff. I really, I really enjoy that. Just like the vibe of it. Um, mm. and I will spend a lot of time, uh, designing flyers and like, uh, just thinking about how the logo should be. All those stuff. Nobody will care, you know. It was just me <laughs> and the bass player, I think. And the bass player, when I was studying journalism, he went to uh, post production. Um, he pursued like a post production career, and mm. it was uh, it was mainly film stuff and and some animation, some de design at some degree. Uh, and for me, that felt really cool, you know. Mm. Um, and I was really lost studying journalism, so I switched. Um, I kept playing in, in, in bands. I was working just like regular, you know, like jobs that I, that I could, uh, that I could get to pay the bills. Um, and I started studying post-production and then, you know, little by little, I, I will get closer and closer to what I'm doing, uh, now, but it took me. I don't know. It took me at least six years to get to a real uh, graphic design studio. Uh, so when, when you say post-production is more um, animation, what, what does what yeah, does kind of post-production? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. No, it is. Um, so it, it, it is actually broad. Uh, it it, it yeah. is a career that prepares you to work in the film uh, mm -hmm. industry um, and try to be. I think you know they try to the goal should be like um to to create good producers you know like mm. you could coordinate anything between pre-production and post-production and mm. production whatever yeah. you you know a lot of uh technical stuff you know uh all the technical language you know stuff about um design language you know about composition you know about cables you know about architecture of files okay. you know about uh yeah yeah so a lot of useful uh, stuff like it's like the school it, of life or it, it, yeah if you go into like films it's a career that tries to prepare you for that uh yeah. you're not i don't know you you'll you'll study montage you know but mm. you also will study i don't know technology a lot and you will study um photography uh mm. some design some animation some Uh, of course, you know, post-production, so like composition, um, mm. 3D, very technical career. I don't know. At the end of the career, I realized that I, it was too technical for me. Like mm. you study ki cables and you know, like mm. actually just like this cable, it's called blah, blah, blah. And it sends this signal, that kind of stuff. Um, and I'm not technical at all. I have a very technical background, but I don't feel like that, you know? Um, mm. So... So I think I studied, it's a four years career. I studied three. I started working as a assistant video editor for a TV mm. show in Argentina. Yeah. 
Um, and then I was like, I think this is not going to work. You know, I'm not going to study one year more to get the degree. Uh, yeah. I, I think I'm going to switch, but I don't know what to do. Um, and I started going to this uh, huge conference of design in Buenos Aires uh, that mm -hmm. they do every year. And they invite like international designers called Trimarchi. What's the name? It's called oh, Trimarchi, okay. It's called yeah. Trimarchi. Yeah, in, in Latin America, it's, it's well known. It's, it's massive because, I don't know, like, when I was there, I think it was like this, like, huge conference uh, that would happen in a stadium. So it would be like 5,000 or 6,000 kids just, like, looking at design or animation. And I got to see this um, amazing designer called, um, I'm going to butcher her name, his name. Uh, it's called Ike Hort. And Colin, oh, yeah. I think it's his, his Latin name. Yeah, he works and here he... in, yeah, he has a studio oh, yeah, from Berlin. in, in, yeah. in Berlin. So I'm a huge fan. I saw his conference and I was like, I think this is what I want to do. You know, I want to oh, try to do something artsy. Uh, and I think design is actually close to what I could do. And I don't know, you know, I, I never thought as arts, um, as a profession, you know, I, I, mm. I, I never thought about making a living from that. Uh, mm -hmm. I will still play in bands. So I was very close to trying to just pay your bills doing art. And it, for me, it was impossible. So <laughs> for me, it was like, okay, this is going to be a hobby and I'm going to bounce between a job and the stuff that I like. And, and that was the plan. So, mm -hmm. so I was already working as an animator in, in, in Buenos Aires at that time. And, and it just kept getting better, I suppose, mm -hmm. uh, as an animator. And, uh, and I started, um, I started, I went like into school again to study graphic design. So I studied like journalism and then like drop out and then like went to post-production and then like drop again and then like a graphic design and guess what? I, I didn't finish, of course. That's so, that's so interesting because it seems that there is a lot of things that came together. Uh, you were trying a lot of different things like journalism and then post-production. But you know, when I, and then you, you signed, like you enrolled in graphic design. But now when I look at your work, it seems that there's a, you know, all of the things come together in a way, you know, you're oh, working you. with language. Um, there's a lot of typography also in your work, right? Like the things that I'm, I'm seeing in the background are yeah, also you know, I think, yours? Uh, oh, these ones? No, these ones yes. are... Uh, um, these are not. Okay. These ones are um, Andreas Amundsen. Uh, okay. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. Most okay. of the stuff okay, that is amazing. here, uh, so the hands are mine and then... All the ones, other works, you know, are from friends, and uh, yeah. this one is also Andreas. I don't know. I, I just like. I didn't want to put all my work on the on the, on the wall. wall of the studio. You know, yeah. you will be yeah, like, that's... look at all my work. You know, yeah, I know that is my studio, yeah. so I, I kind of like mix it. Some <laughs> stuff is mine. Some stuff is from friends. Some stuff is uh, art that I like and I buy. Um, but I wanted to ask you just because you put all these things together into what you do right now. You do illustration. So you do you do animation as well. So all this post like this background is in post production. I think also has in a way some influence in 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 that part of your work nowadays. Oh yeah, yeah, I can really handle. Yeah. When when do you feel that? When was the moment where you realized like okay, I, I I'm kind of finding my thing here. I'm kind of finding my niche or I'm kind of finding yeah. the thing that I do because it seems that you were trying all of the things and you were keeping your day job or I don't know what you were doing at that time. But when was the moment where you started like seeing something that had a shape, like yeah. seeing, 
or realizing that you had a style or a certain approach to what you were doing? You know, I think I'm very, I'm very slow. You know, I have to say, um, it took me a while to get to the place where I feel that I'm doing something that I really like. Um, all my first jobs were terrible. Um, neither of those were close to any, anything that I would like. Um, and they were not related at all, um, to the things that I was studying. Um, so but at the same time you were, you were on the side, you were also drawing and, you know, like sort of developing your art or so, it... no, not really. No. Uh, okay. no, not really. It took me, no, it took me long. It took me long because, uh, I don't know, you know, from where I come from, um, you need to work. You know, you need to work. You could think about stuff, you could think about life, but you need to work. And so I always work and then I pursued stuff, you know, and at the beginning it was like, I'm going to pursue a career. I'm going to try to study something. So hmm. I was working something. I, I, I actually got a lot of like small jobs, so I don't remember well, but just like weird jobs that will pay me something and then I will study. And then at some point when I got actually, I think when I got like the third uh, year of uh, post-production, hmm. I started uh, getting jobs kind of like closer to post-production, you know, like animation hmm. industry and like hmm. at least, you know, uh, closer, I would say, you know, like an assistant video of a TV show is not actually yeah. signed, not, neither post-production, but at least, you know, I will do something related to what I would like to do. Um, and it's just like, I, I kept switching jobs, you know, like every year, every six months, I will get better, you know, in all these jobs, I, I will learn a lot. Uh, I'm very focused. So I, I, I will study at night, work in the morning, maybe, you know, like, a, I don't know, I will have like two or three jobs and, and just try to, to do that. And, yeah. and that went on for a couple of years until I got to this like really nice studio called Plenty in Buenos Aires mm. that they will mm. do 3D design and animation. And I got to work with really good graphic designers and really good uh, animators. Hmm. And I think that thing with this uh, conference from from IT and and I kind of like was like, okay, I think this is it, you know, like graphic hmm. design and animation. And I don't know, it, it kind of makes sense for me to, to pursue that in a longer term, you know, like for more years. Yeah. Uh, so I stayed there for four years and I study graphic design all those four years. I kind of like mm -hmm. at night, you know, so I, I will study and work at the same time. So you really can advance really fast, yeah. uh, but it helped me a lot, you know, and, and at the end of those four years, uh, I was an animation director there um, mm -hmm. and I was way better, you know, for me uh, in graphic design. So I will understand uh, typography, you know, composition, color, a lot of stuff that at the beginning it was just things that I would try, but it wouldn't make any sense on my head. Mm. <laughs> uh, um, but you know, it's something that is really interesting from, from what you said in the very beginning that you, you sort of, you know, throughout your journey, you sort of prove yourself wrong in the sense that you were telling before that, you know, you come from a culture where you need to work, whatever that is, whatever that job oh, yeah, is, yeah, you yeah. need to work. Right. And you, I think when you were doing music or you started with, you know, getting into creativity, you, you mentioned that you didn't think that you could live from art, 
right? Yeah. And, you know, throughout your journey, you prove yourself wrong in a way. Like you, you ended up working as a creative in an animation studio. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and you were actually making Great surprise. money with... Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and you were, you know, you were employed for four years in this animation studio. Um, did you go, because you're now running your own creative studio, right? You're now freelancing yeah. in LA. Probably there's a, you know, a big... A, a, you know, a big journey between being in Buenos Aires employed to going to, um, to LA to oh, yeah, uh, well, start your freelance business. But it, when did you decide to like leave that, that uh, job? And w why, why did you do that? Like, why did, what do you think was, or what did you think at yeah. that time was missing? Um, you know, I know this is going to sound silly, but um, it, it is cliche, but it's, I think I'm kind of like naive, you know, uh, I mm -hmm. always, I always work on places that uh, gave me an opportunity to learn, you know, but mm -hmm. like really hard, you know, I will go to places and I will be the worst every place. Um, but then at some point, you know, um, I will get really good, you know, and at the yeah, end, you will level up. Yeah, I will always left uh, as a director, you know, I will start bottom and I will leave. Hey, you know, like I'm managing stuff I'm doing, but I don't I'm not learning anything. I will I will mm -hmm. get a better salary, you know. But I, I'm not learning. This is not challenging, so I, I need to move, and I will go to mm -hmm. uh, hopefully, you know, a better place. And when I left, um, the studio is called Plenty. It's still, it's still going. Uh, when I left Plenty, uh, I went freelance because in Buenos Aires at that time, in Latin America, you know, a lot of people was working uh, freelance for Europe or United States, and and I wanted to work also with studios from from Latin America as a freelance, and I did mm -hmm. that for two years, I think. And also focus really hard into the university. You know, I was studying graphic design, so I I went to school almost every day, and I would work uh, in the morning, afternoon. Just one follow up question before oh, yeah. you you get uh, you get into the next thing. Um, you you left you kind of left that that design studio because you felt that that wasn't challenging for you anymore or did you see an opportunity for you to go freelance and expand your work or work for other companies that you were not working up until that point uh no yeah i left because i felt that i couldn't learn uh mm, you know okay, what, what happens is well usually or at least with me and me yeah, with me yeah. you know what happened in these places that i i went in as a junior animator kind of thing. Mm. And then uh, through those four years, I went into uh, 3D animation, 3D design, uh, post-production, 2D animation, uh, art direction, uh, and just like global, whatever, you know, like just you do everything and then work with people uh, as a director, you know? Yeah. But then I realized that I didn't know any design and, uh, and I was really bad at direction. And, and, and it's just like the people that was working with me, you know, it was most, more interested in, in making money, you know, in pursuing like, I don't know, let's buy a house. And I was really into the work, you know, I was, <laughs> I'm, I'm all about, you know, like reading stuff. I really like the craft. So uh, I felt that I needed to move on and mm. I didn't have really any good opportunity, you know, like work related, you know, I couldn't go mm. to other studio because that was, for me, that was the best one. Um, but I was studying, you know, I was studying graphic yeah. design and, and it was pretty bad at graphic design. So I tried to just switch it, you know, like, okay, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to work freelance. It's going to be fine. Yeah. You know, hopefully I'm going to work with a 
better studio uh, from the United States, you know, or from Europe, and then I will keep my studies, and mm. hopefully I will get better. You know, the, the idea is always get better. You know, like how you get better, and like just. And how were how were those those first months? So you were working as a creative director. I bet you were earning pretty a, a good salary as a creative director. Uh, so you decided to go freelance. And how were those first months? What were the things that you did in those first months to launch your freelance freelance career? Business? It was actually... and, kind of, and also like to gain or to to get those first clients. Yeah, perhaps you can you can give us a, a, a bit of of details around this. this oh, sure. Um, you know, I have this weird background where I can do like a lot of stuff. So I never had problems <laughs> to get a job again. Uh, it was yeah. actually amazing. I don't know, but it kind of like in the first maybe one or two months, I did like a year salary. Mm. So I was like, okay, this, this is amazing. I didn't know that, you know, it could yeah. happen. Uh, but, but how did that happen? Wait, that sounds really magical. It, like, it sounds magical. <laughs> well, yeah. So how did that happen? Yeah, like you, you, you. You just you left your day job, and then at the next day you had you had everything like you had a website, you had yeah. like a like a business running. How, well, how that's were, true. Like, or you started uh, building up while while you were. You know, I'm forgetting. Were, yeah. You employed. You were kind no, you of know building what happened? up. I get yeah. it. Yeah. So I had this thing. So you know, you remember when I was uh, like a teenager studying, I would work and study. So at some mm. point, that kind of became like the normal thing. So when I got to any of these studios, I will still be doing freelance stuff. And what I was doing, I, I always switch positions. You know, a, a 3D designer and a 2D animator, uh, they're very different. They don't do the same thing. They don't manage to use the same software. They are in a very different position um, throughout the design process. You know, some of them are the, at the beginning, some of them are at the end. So what it will happen is that I will use my best skills at plenty, for example. You know, maybe I was really good in uh, 3D design, whatever. But then I will freelance as a 2D animator. And I was kind of mm. like, not that good, you know, but that will help me to create skills. So I, I did a lot of freelance work during the first three years of plenty. I will always have like <laughs> freelance projects, uh, graphic design school and plenty. And, and, and that kind of like, build a lot of skills. So when I went freelance, I actually had, um, how do you say, like uh, people would tell me, you know? It would be like, hey, yeah, for sure you can work. You know, you are a animation director uh, from a well-known, recognized studio. Uh, I will have like awards, you know, and stuff. So it wasn't hard actually to to get a job um, because people would like so you to- were, You were actually building like your, you were actually building your freelance business on the side and kind of like I, you, you know that wasn't the yeah that wasn't the goal but that was what happened you know like when i went yeah. out i was like yeah i know i know these studios you know like i, I know uh the cube you know uh, or i will know uh, i don't know like argentina is a very small country buenos aires small industry in, in motion yeah. graphics at that point i think it will be you will have like maybe 20 really yeah. good graphic design studios that will do animation and it would be really hard if they wouldn't know me, you know, I will, I will yeah. know them and they will know me. And so I could send an email and say, Hey, uh, can we work in some projects that could go from 2d to 3d to design to anything? So all the time they will have something. Uh, and and this, I, is, this is what you actually did. Like when you, when you, um, when you leap to freelance, um, you actually 
email these people and you got these first projects that allow you to pay for a year of of salary yeah of salary uh, yeah yeah uh yeah that was what i did i i didn't do actually small projects i started doing some direction like a freelance mm -hmm. direction you know i will go to the studios i will direct a project uh and then i will leave something and then if if they have a problem i will jump you know like hey we don't we can get like a really good designer and i will mm -hmm. be like yeah okay i can do yeah. that you know like, boop, boop. and then okay we need like to do animation in after effects great wow you know or, or like no let's render this in c4d sure you know like or whatever be great we need to post product this stuff so i was i'm very handy you know with this mm. stuff it's just because of because i studied graphic design and post-production and then i work in like this 3d i don't know i'm, I'm just like a guy that kind of like uh here they say like one one man studio you know yeah 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 so and i could do that in buenos aires that that comes that works and I wonder, because right now you have a very strong brand in the sense of like, you know, I, oh, thank I, you. When, when someone visits your website, they can immediately know that it's your work and they can already understand what, what you're all about. Like it's, you're all about illustration. And of course you, you state also on your website that you are, um, you have the skill in animation. So I really wonder when, when did you. When I switch? Because it seems that, yeah, it seems that you, in the very beginning, as you started freelancing, you kind of used all of the things you had done before, these production skills that you had, plus knowledge of the design um, discipline and field uh, and animation and yeah. everything. And you put that together into, you know, managing projects that you... Um, that you could manage, you knew how to, how to go about that. But now it seems that you have, you have niched down or ha you have built a business around something changed, very yeah. specific, which is really illustration. Um, so <laughs> I really wonder how, how did you manage to really niche down? And if some of that experience is still something that you know, it's, it's something you still, you're still working on right now, or you still manage projects that have to do with, with that side of your experience, or you have totally decided to go in the direction of, um, of animation and, and illustration. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I have to say again, I'm very slow, you know? So mm -hmm. when I went, when I did all that, I'm not doing anything of that right now. Any, any, mm, okay. any production, any, I don't. I sometimes open Astro FX to do some animation, um, and that's it, I think. But mm -hmm. just very little. Let's say like 5% of my my work is kind of like around that. Um, no, what happened was that at some point I got bored of that in Buenos Aires, and I got an opportunity to work uh, for a production company in Los Angeles. And mm. we moved with my wife uh, to work um, in 2016 or 2017 uh, to work at as mm -hmm. a animator you know and that kind of like i don't know felt great for me because he was traveling outside the country I, I it was like my first time going to united states um, um but uh, at that point it was kind of like a dream job you know it's like a place for for motion graphics is a huge deal you know for me it was a dream job uh, they're kind of like for sure uh, if you like football you know like barcelona or i don't know like <laughs> this place where really talented people goes to to work and um, so I, 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 
I left Buenos Aires. I stopped doing uh, freelance projects, and I went to work at Park, and I stayed there for two years. Um, and at some point, you know, during during that uh, job, I felt disconnected from from all the stuff that I was doing. You know, uh, mm. it kind of worked the same. You know, I started as a junior animator, like senior animator, and I ended up being like an animation director, mm. creative director. Um, mm. But uh, but I I felt you know very empty. I don't know, like uh, I had like these expectations around how I will create work, and the environment for me wasn't the ideal, you know. And mm. and my coworkers were really talented, you know, like really talented. Mm. But the projects weren't the right ones for them, so nobody was really pushing pushing it, you know. Like so, what I would do it was in the morning or at late at night, uh, I started drawing. Mm. So, uh, you know, I'm very handy with software. I, I use a lot of software. And for me, I think just using Photoshop and just drawing, you know, the pencil, it was like, it was crazy. You know, it's like, mm. whoa, you know, what are you doing? You know? <laughs> so, and it helped me to connect. You know, it was, it was very playful mm. and... I don't know, you know, I'm very passionate. I, I really need to like the stuff that I'm doing. So when mm. I went into drawing, it felt great because it was mm. new and I didn't I didn't know. I was very naive and and I connected to something, you know, like excitement. I, I was like, yeah, let's let's do some yeah. cool drawing or something. And I was pretty bad, you know, at the beginning. I was really, really bad. So I will do like shapes and I will put a face on it. And that will be kind of like my drawing. And then that will developing like these bodies that I started doing with geometrical shapes, you know, um, and they're kind of like intertwined mm. and, and kind of like that morph into some kind of, uh, thing, you know, I, I will wake up in the morning, do some drawing. I will finish that night. I will post it on Instagram or Tumblr. Mm. I will do it again, you know, and I will do that every every week, every month. And I think, you know, maybe, maybe six months in, uh, people will say, Hey, so you are doing drawings now. Like, are you an illustrator? You know, that kind of stuff. Wow. I stopped, I've stopped posting animation work, you know, all my animation mm. and direction, all that stuff. Mm. Uh, I will do it at Buck. And then mm. all these drawings, things, they will be for me, you know, like, okay, you know, I, I'm going to do something fun for me to be healthy and happy and that kind of stuff. So it seems that you had like a first spark with that, you know, with that experience that you were drawing at nights um, or in the mornings and you felt that there was something there. Um, so there was, there was some internal feeling that had to do with, hey, I like this and I enjoy it. Oh, sorry, we've got a puppy, so... Maybe I you had it. I, I was wondering what what was that. She really, she really gets angry with people walking. <laughs> Maggie's gonna give um, her a walk. Um, so sorry, you were saying you, you had you had this first um you you had like this first spark with the the experience of drawing and oh, yeah. um, creating illustrations. But when when was the moment? And you, it seems that you were also showing the work you were doing. You said that you were. Oh yeah, uh, I, I always post the stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's really important. Yeah. And was was there something in that interaction or in that action of showing your work that you got back? Did you did you start 
I have to say, like, let me just reframe the question because yeah. I think there's there's like two sides of like understanding or kind of seeing that you are good at something or that there's there's some talent in you, which you know often comes from that first spark um, and rarely comes from like, hey, I'm really good at this. Like, this is, I'm super talented. It, I'm, I'm just, really good, guys. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it just rarely happens. When and you first, get that. I, th I think that often what, what happens first is that you, had, you get that validation from, yeah. from people, your peers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I wonder where, where were you getting this validation that kept you going? Like, uh, yeah. were you getting that through through I don't know, social you know, media yeah. or through like the feedback that you got from yeah. peers or for for illustration you can really slow like really slow uh um on on social media yeah but then on animation you know at some point i was really bad and then i got better mm -hmm. and the studio that i was working they were like hey congrats dude actually you can do stuff and then mm -hmm. I, I will move to a better studio you know like a high i don't know performance whatever you know that they will try to pursue that works and projects outside so that's a very different level skill, you know, and, mm. and at some point I started there and it was like the worst, you know, and they mm. would be like, well, maybe you could bring me coffee and try to do this, but we are going to mm. redo it entirely. And years after, you will be the guy doing it, you know, you'll be like, hey, I have this and I have that and, and you should learn. And then when I went to Puck, I, I thought that it was going to be the same, you know, I thought that I was, I was going to be really bad and I will mm. learn. Uh, and it was more mixed, you know, I had my skills and I was, uh, I think at that point I was a really good, uh, 2d animator and a really good, uh, 3d generalist, they call, you know, people that can design and animate. Um, mm. so I wouldn't have like a lot of people, you know, to learn, you know, it was like, okay, I, you, you are great, but I am also good. So we can, we can bounce back stuff and you, I can learn stuff, but, uh, it is hard to learn, you know, at the beginning when you don't know anything. The, the learning curve is like really high. You just learn a lot on the first, the first time, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but when you know a lot of stuff, you learn just very little. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm a very anxious person. So I don't know with illustration, you know what I, I knew I was very confident of myself, you know, and I knew that I could learn skills because I have learned and I, I I've been switching positions all over my career, you know? And it, it always uh, gave me, it was, it's always rewarding, you know, it's always rewarding mm -hmm. to learn. It's always rewarding to control more of the, of the stuff that we do. Um, and it will, it will always help me to understand more from the other side. You know, if I was mm -hmm. doing design and I will learn animation, I will be better at design or reverse stuff like that. And when I started drawing, drawing is an amazing skill, you know, it, it's insane because it puts you. First, you know, in, in the design process, it puts you at the beginning. And mm. I always wanted to do that, you know, because I come from post-production where you are at mm, the end. Got you. Got and you. I really like that I could create an idea and, and just like think about how to produce that and how that is going to come alive, you know, and, and how you're going to animate and stuff like that. And ideation, you know, like, okay, how, yeah. you know, I have ideas about design and, and just like stuff that I wanted to do and I never uh, did it. Um, but everything was very weird, you know, like I was working yeah. for, I don't know, for Apple doing like flying iPads or stuff like that. And then I will do like very weird drawings about people hugging <laughs> and they wouldn't connect. You know, it, it was like, yeah. okay, I have my fun thing and I have my, my kind of like day job, night job, but your yeah. night job doesn't pay at all. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And at some point, I got like small commissions. You know, like, hey, do you want mm -hmm. to do my album cover for like 200 bucks? Sure. You know, hey, do you want to do like this flyer for like a weird, I don't know, French uh, festival? Sure. You know, like 100 bucks, whatever. The, really, all the projects were more about like do something with us. Let's collaborate and we could give you some money. And I was. That's great sorry. because also it is. It's, perhaps the first experience of like, hey, I, you know, people actually want this from me. And oh, it was amazing. I could, yeah, I could I actually like, make yeah, money sure. from, from just doing this. Like, yeah. Uh, that's, I think these are great validation. I, I didn't points. know that you could do money of, of drawings and like yeah. these very weird drawings, you know, I, I'm not like a virtuous drawer, you know, I, I don't, I don't do landscapes. I don't do, I don't know. I have my idea, you know, of, of being an artist. It was so different. Mm. Um, that it never came to my mind that I could actually have a profession from drawing the stuff that I draw nowadays. Yeah. When was the first time with your illustration work that you, you know, what was the first assignment that you thought like, hey, wait, this is, this is good. I could actually, I could, I actually, could actually make this. money with this. I could actually pursue a career just with illustration. Um, so I think it was before. The money came, uh, I did like a drawing. So I've been in the industry for, for some years, you know, at, mm. at this point. And I was working at that point, we were doing like the Facebook, um, branding and Facebook was starting to use characters as a mm. illustration voice, you know? Um, and I wasn't doing, I was doing animation stuff on that, but I will have, I will sit with the illustrators doing that and. And I think I have like a great, I had at that point a great, a great sense of like, uh, what it could be interesting to create, you know, in like a commercial, uh, art space, you know? Mm. So when I started drawing, I wouldn't have any skill, but I think I, I, I was good at reading, you know, if you're a creative director and you do stuff without any skill, sure. still direction ambition is good. You can execute yeah. it, you know? But still you have like, okay, the idea I think is there, you know, mm. and I did that. And at some point my skill set, my, you know, the level of, I was, uh, doing drawings and color and stuff go kind of like enough to have mm. like a vision execution that kind of worked. And I did a drawing of, uh, two guys like hanging for friends day, uh, mm. friends day. And, um, and I like it. I really, I really like it. I was like. I still have, you know, it's just like they have like a red head um, and they're hanging in like a very weird and proportioned way, very ah, so, you, so you did it. So you did it for that project you were uh, directing for Facebook. So oh no, yeah, actually, I was doing I was doing a commercial project for Facebook for Friends Day okay. that went okay. to billions of people, well, well, whatever, but not connected at all. Ah, <laughs> okay, then, okay, got no, it. No, I did like a little drawing for my Instagram. That go like 50 likes or whatever. Uh, but for me, this is all me, you know, for me, the big thing was the drawing. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't really into the, this, uh, commercial that I was doing for Facebook. I was really into the drawing and because I felt connected to the drawing, you know, and it mm. felt like totally mine. It was like, okay, this drawing looks like me. Mm. And if you, if you have drawn anything, you know, that's really hard to, at least for me, you know, it's really hard to create something and then just, uh, see, see you in that, you know, that's mm. my style, that's my voice. And 
And I was very happy because of that, you know? Yeah. And I also saw that, okay, if this is my style, I could do more stuff. And mm. maybe I could have, you know, I could be an illustrator with a style uh, mm. or like an artist with a voice. And uh, it kind of like got to me, you know, like because of that drawing, you know, because I was looking for something and I couldn't find anything. And then I have like these two bodies hugging or something and, yeah. and it worked. And I think... Months later, I got like an email from a creative director in London to do, and this is weird, I don't know, this is life, to do like an exhibition in Buenos Aires for a museum. Mm. It's called mm. um, uh, Recoleta. Mm. You see, it's, like a, it's like a cultural center, but it's huge mm. in Buenos Aires. They do a lot of stuff. It wasn't at all a project for me. You know, I was totally unprepared. And, and they wanted to paint, they wanted to do a rebranding for summer everything was around love and they, he likes some of my drawings around hugs, you know, because I had like a series of hugs and he was like, I think this is great. We could do that. And that's where I actually got some money. And I was like, okay, actually maybe I could work from this, you know, yeah, from drawing. I think that was also like a great demonstration of like, Hey, or this is what I hear from what you're telling right now is like, I did so, like a, a work that felt felt really personal, felt felt really me, yeah. and still I got an assignment through that, right? So it still oh, resonated with with the most rewarding, with the commercial. Yeah, yeah. It, it was really rewarding because, yeah, I don't know, like that. I think at the beginning I just wanted to have something fun in my life, mm. you know, something joyful, mm. and I think the drawings gave me that, you know, something that yeah. I would connect. I always connect to my work, you know. I'm, I'm very, I work a lot. Mm. Uh, so I need something cool, you know, I, I need to work on something that I really like because I'm going to spend a lot of hours mm. and I didn't have that a book, but I had that on my drawings, you know, and I felt oh, really nice. connected to this, this stuff. So when I started having commissions, money was really bad, but I mm. had my, my salary, you know, from back. So I wouldn't care. And I was like, mm. yeah, you know, I don't care. I, I could do it for free. Uh, mm. And even some of my clients, it, they, it was like this, you know, like, Hey, uh, can you do this project? And I will be like, yeah, for sure. You know, do you have any budget? And they were like, yeah, kind of like we have, I don't know, like a couple hundreds. And I will be like, I don't care. Great. I, let's do it. You know? And I will send way over more work, uh, to them that there was, uh, actually commissioned. And, and when did that, when did that change? Because it's hard to believe right now that you live in LA, which is an expensive city, uh, running, really running your yeah, own, yeah. you're running your own creative studio. Yeah. You are um, managing your finances the same way that you used to. So when no, did that no, change? No. This, this is this is not me nowadays, guys. Um, no, uh, so uh, I don't know. You know, I, I was patient. So we moved mm. to Vancouver. Um, I felt, you know, at some point I felt that Buck wasn't giving me the things that I needed. And, and I started having health problems, you know, with my neck mm. and my head, weird stuff, you know, dizziness. I don't, I don't know if you know, just problems related to, um, working too much stress, um, awful posture, you know? Um, so I started getting that really bad altogether. We moved to Vancouver. Um, and I got a job at this company called giant Ant, also as mm. an animator, you know, mm. um, I don't know, every time that you travel and you get a new job, it seems that there is this magical thing in the border where, where like nobody cares what you did on the other country. So yeah. 
even being an animation director at Buck, with like 15 years of careers and like, I don't know, like 50 awards, I had to start again as a regular animator. At yeah, China. But yeah. I was like, anyways, you know, I'm going to do it. I did it like a ton of times. But yeah. I think, you know, like all my health problems and my age, it's just like I felt terrible, you know. I was like, hey, you know, I don't have the, the, the I, have, I don't have the will. I don't have the will mm. to do this and just show you that I'm good because I'm, I actually know that I'm good because I work in yeah. like a lot and of I've places. And I've done it a thousand times. So, and I've done yeah. it a lot of times. And maybe, you know, this is me just like complaining about everything and I am like mm. this old guy. But I, I, I want to say, you know, that I'm a very positive person. I'm a chill, cool guy to work with. Uh, it's just that I'm in this really weird stage of my life. And I love yeah. Vancouver and I mm. love the people at Giant But uh, I was, you know, I was kind of like transitioning into my illustrator profession. And, and they really needed like an animator, like a regular mm. animator, you know, someone mm. that works a lot of hours, really intense. And, and I had like a lot of goals, you know, I wanted to do, I don't know, cool drawings or, you know, mm. I, I wanted to do stuff with my with this universe that I was creating. And yeah. they didn't have any space actually for that. You know, they, they had to do 3D stuff. And so I don't know, at some point we, we had like long talks with the, the owner and, I, I, and he was like really, I think he understood me and he was like, hey dude, I think you have to leave, you know? Mm. I think you have to leave and maybe you do your own thing, you know? And just go with that, you know, go really hard. Try to, oh, sometimes try to you become just need someone. Sometimes you just need someone telling you like tell him, just leave just go yeah go do it and that was yeah. great you know when yeah. you have a visa also that your boss that holds your residential permit mm. says that it is really important you know mm. i will i will leave way before that mm. but you have to discuss you know and create some uh con consent uh and, and just get permission you know like hey yeah you could stay in the country i'm not gonna say anything to government or whatever do your thing we could you know, yeah, and I think yeah. that was what happened there. And it gave me, it gave me time to work on my health problems. I had to like change my diet. I, I, I left my job. I exercised a lot, a lot. I started working maybe two hours a day, maybe three hours mm -hmm. a day, four hours. And it kept growing from there. Um, and it took me, I don't know. It took me one year, I think to get healthy, but it took me two months to get like illustrations, uh, really going on. Uh, mm. because I got, I was actually doing stuff, you know, when I was having uh, conversations with China, um, I had projects with Apple, I had projects with, um, some editorial, you know, commissions. So mm. I didn't have like a, a great salary, but I have some kind of salary. Hopefully I don't, I don't remember the numbers, you know, but I was, I think at that moment I was like, uh, Hey, I think I could pay the bills kind of, yeah. maybe we will have to move or something, or we will have to sacrifice. Or I will, I could come back, you know, to do some freelance work that I know that yeah. pays great, and I don't have to come here eight hours a day and do yeah. whatever. So I think two months after, you know, living or a month living Jainan, uh, or even weeks, I, I don't remember. But it was kind of like I, I left Jainan and I go like this massive, massive project for um, a company here in the United States called Bemo, and they hmm. uh, it's like an app. I saw it on your website, yeah. Yeah, it's an app. We've been working with them for years. Uh, it's an app to send money to friends yeah. and people. Mm -hmm. And it's the standard in the industry here in all United yeah, States. Yeah. Yeah. And I did the branding voice for them. Um, 
So that was great. That was my year salary there. Uh, Amazing. And I was like, okay. cool, I have, a, I have a year to develop this language and to just try to create more stuff. And that's how I started in Vancouver um, in like a small, small room, all like, uh, all with like head problems, you know, neck problems. I couldn't walk anything, but they're going <laughs> to like, it was very weird. Um, but, um, but I, I suppose I was lucky. There's so many windows we could open here, but I want to go back to one of the windows you opened before, which was, or right in the beginning of our conversation, which was um, working with your wife and kind of running a studio together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, for those that are watching on YouTube, you can see his wife right there. On um, the background. Tell me, tell me a little bit about <laughs> that. Tell me, tell me how you together have um, expanded the business, the illustration business um, into something that, you know, has space for two people. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, you know, uh, Vancouver is expensive, but it's not that expensive. And we found, mm -hmm. we found a small studio. And at that stage... Maki that was working kind of like in the tea industry. She she was she's a cook, but she studied administration and cooking or something like that. And she started like working in the in in, in the kitchen, you know. Mm. But it's I don't know. It's very intense and like uh, you need to be strong, you know. And like you you work with fire and like yeah. long hours. Uh, so she started moving from that like those positions to administration stuff, and then she moved to tea. And at some point when we moved to Vancouver, she had to do the same than me, you know, like just forget about everything that you did the whole life, your whole life, and you have to start from scratch. Yeah. And I was doing fine, you know, at Giant Ant. So we were like, maybe you don't have to do that. You know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm actually sacrificing mm -hmm. because, of, because of this, you know, like moving thing that we have going on. Mm -hmm. What if you try to do something cool? And she was mm -hmm. very lost, I think. Um, and I started doing clothing, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and, and at some point I started doing the illustration stuff and she started doing like tall packs or like uh, jackets or like mm. pants. And then she found like this fantastic machine on Instagram mm. or something. Uh, and she was like, okay, I think I'm going to do rocks. Mm. And I was like, yeah, sure. Let's do rocks, you know, like, because I don't know, we could work on the design and it looks cool and the machine seems easy. And we bought a machine from China or something mm. and... We needed space, so we had to move. Apartments in Vancouver are really small, um, mm. kind of like in Europe, you know? Like yeah. if you go to Paris, those tiny apartments, that, that kind of like is what happens in Vancouver if you don't have like a million dollars. Um, so we, we got like a small attic close to our house that we clean and we put a small studio. And mm. she had like a frame to do the carpets. And I had uh, a desk with my computer and a Cintiq to do the illustrations. And, and that's how we started, you know, like very little, I yeah. think rent was like 400 bucks. Um, yeah. but we were like really happy, you know, we, we, because mm. we were working together and living together and it always works for me and, mm. and for her, you know, we are really happy. She was like, we have a lunch break every day. Mm. Um, now we have this, uh, we have a dog and we just walk the dog, you know, and grab a coffee. Um, we discuss about work and, and life stuff. Um, I don't know. We, I can totally see the benefits of it, actually. You know, if you get along, it's actually great because, it's, yeah, yeah. I for us, you know, it works, and it, and we, for me, you know, I'm doing this because I love to draw. Mm. Uh, 
but I love way more to have this kind of life, you know, when I share mm. everything with, with her and, mm. and we do stuff together and, and, and I go, I don't know, at, at lunch to my house and I cook, you know, and I buy That's my great. groceries and I, I really don't, I don't, I don't, I never saw myself, you know, working eight hours a day on a desk, I don't know, eating. Mm. And, I, and I've been working in a ton of places, ton of countries, mm. and mm. it always feels like a worse situation than the one I have now. Yeah. Uh, so I'm super grateful, you know, to, to illustration and, and animation, like super really. Um, and I don't know, you know, it just kept growing the business side of it. You kind of like know my story now. So you know that I'm really good at animation and direction mm -hmm. and, and illustrators are not like that. So the big mm -hmm. projects, projects that you have to do like hundreds of uh, illustrations, plus some commercials, plus some social media stuff, plus some blah, blah, blah. That will seem impossible for any illustrator, you know, because like, yeah. this, is, this is insane, but I'm an animation director. So I'm like, that's sure, amazing. You know, I did projects for- I can for totally see why that is beneficial. <clears throat> you can, you have this skill to not only manage the project, but also to expand it into a lot of different pieces of work, animation. Yeah, um, it really worked. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the thing. When, when I yeah. talk with clients, they realize that, wait, so you can actually do the whole package and we just done. Oh, I love that. And they're like, yeah, this is great. Just take my money, do the thing. And for yeah. me, it's great because it's not, it's not because of the money, you know, it's because of the freedom. You have complete yeah. control over the project. I like Venmo, I did it all of it. You know, like I was mm. like, hey, you know, this is my project. So I'm going to do all the ideas. Oh, they didn't have so anything. Good. They were like, okay, let's do something about friendship and togetherness and money. And that yeah. was it. And I did like, I don't know, a hundred illustrations or something. And they were like, this is great. This is awesome. You know, let's do stuff. And that's, that's how so good. Like I think, I think also for those listening, um, I think it's re it's a really good insight, which is like, you know, normally as an illustrator or as a lettering artist or as a logotype designer, you will do just one bit of that project. Whereas if you can yeah. expand your skills to kind of take over the entire project, then it makes sense for everyone, for your clients. It's a ton of work, you know, but it's, yeah. Exactly. But at the same time, you have full control of the project. You're not responding to a lot of people, the demands of a lot of people, but you still have you to know, get approved. Yeah. Approval from clients. For sure. but, but then it's just one person who has to approve the thing. That's, and... usually, that's what usually happens. Um, yeah. No, it was great. You know, and I don't know, you know, every project is very different. Uh, that project I remember I have like, um, we did it with Koto. There is a mm. agency in Los Angeles and London mm. and they do branding and mm. Sometimes, you know, you, you get along with, with, with the people that you work with and they yeah. believe in my illustrations and the kind of like ideas and structures that I was giving to the drawings and, yeah. and they did all the applications, you know, like, and all yeah. the, well, you know, the whole thing, the branding project, it was them, but I will do just the illustrations and the illustrations are huge though. You know, like yeah. I, I have to work a ton months into that. Um, but it was the closer that I got to get freedom, you know, and, and yeah. control over my work yeah. on all of my work life, you know, like from my 15 years of that, that was kind of like, Hey, you are an artist, do this thing. And I think you're going to do better than we giving you ideas. And yeah. And at the same time, you know, you know what, I see something that is like, although you you know, I mentioned in the beginning that looking at your website and looking at the things you do, I see a very clear profile 
like illustration profile. But at the same time, you you didn't start over. You brought with you all of these experiences that make you nowadays an illustrator that can take over really big projects. Um, so I... It kind of goes for like, a circle. But yeah, you, need, kinda, you never know, you know, I think. Yes. Yeah, um, kind of like the learning is like, hey, you never you never start over, you know, like all, all of this over. experience. No. Yeah. All of this experience that you had had before, yeah. all of the things that you have done that you didn't even like them. Um, no. Yeah, but sure. still, they, they are with you. They come with you and they help you get on to the next stage or whatever next thing is there for yeah. you. So. I think, you know, it was key to. Well, it's still key, you know, for me, I mm. still do that. Um I think there is some balance between the comfort that you could get from the position mm. that you are, you know, maybe the, the, the job that you have has, I don't know, great vacations or like it's chill or like, I don't know, great food or whatever, you know, but you don't learn as much or your salary is not that high or whatever. Mm. I always been only, only being focused on learning always, mm. always mm. Yeah. Uh, to the point that some of my coworkers are like, dude, just stop, you know? Because yeah. this is done. You know, we are not working for the client. The client is going to approve this for sure. And I'm like, yeah. no, 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 no. We have this, this could be way better because you yeah. are amazing. I, I know that I could do better. So let's do it better. And they're like, no, 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 no. Let's grab a long lunch, you know, and then maybe we render this stuff in the afternoon and that's it, yeah. you know, and yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, I think it takes you to a certain place mm. and just like, being a hustler, you know, like all the time. No, 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 no. I have, we have to do it. We have to do it. Let's, let's just do an alternative version. Let's do like a blah, yeah. blah, blah. Let's do, I feel that, um, kind of like approach to projects and anxiety and just trying to really just get better, you know, just like do something yeah. better. Just push it, just push it. Maybe you could break, you know, because I actually broke, uh, and I have like a lot of health issues, but, um, and I think, you know, I, I push it too hard, but, um, but I think it's great. If you can do it, just thinking about like this balance, you know, and, and try to get to an uncomfortable situation where you learn, you know, that yeah. discomfort, it's always, it's always going to give you something, you know, you're going to get something and, and just me switching positions all over, uh, and just like moving country all the time. And just like mm. going to different studios, every studio, you know, they work very mm. differently. I, I don't know. Mm. Like, I don't know if you work in studios, but every time that I work in a studio, everyone is like, we know how the industry works, you know? Yeah. And if you really work in different studios, different countries, you're going to notice that every studio is a different industry. You know, they have a different exactly. business, they have a different process. And sometimes that's a great that's... Learning, learning also, because you can, you can learn that, you know, you can shape it yourself. Like everyone shapes their own way of doing business. That's the great thing. Yeah. It's you, like, it could be whatever. Yeah. 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 And before, you know, I, as I said, I, I'm going to leave a lot of questions out of our conversation, oh, but sure. before we wrap up, um, it's just that there's so many things that I want to ask you, you know, you have gone through so many experiences. You have had a lot of working experiences. Uh, you have sort of shifted careers a couple of times, uh, yeah. and you have moved countries, which is already like a whole story all all in itself. Yeah, it takes a ton uh, so, of effort to move. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. I just want to touch on one thing before we wrap up the conversation, which is, um, you know, I work with the. I'm I'm an immigrant myself. Like yeah. I moved to Germany in 2000. Oh my god, 2010. Uh, so now is like I I've lived in Germany for. 
12 years. Um, and I also work, it's interesting because I, I also coach other creatives um, and I work a lot with other creatives that also relocated countries. Yeah. Uh, and I've ha in the podcast, I have also had a lot of guests that are, have also relocated, right? And you mentioned before that because you were moving countries, you had to sort of start over. Like, no, you, you know, when you move to a country yeah. or to a new country, it's like you, all your experiences are gone. Like they're like, you start over again. So I want to ask you, what is it? You know, what is the gain from that? What was, why did you choose still to move countries a couple of times? Um, even realizing that you were, you were starting over every time. What was the gain in that, in that move or in that decision of Great like, question. Um, <laughs> you know, I think they were all different. Maybe, um, I really believe, you know, that you, uh, you grow when you change stuff. For me, you know, like mm. this, this movement thing, this, this change thing is great. You know, I'm, mm. I like it. I feel that I'm, yeah. I'm in control, you know, where my mm. life thing happens because I move and I change stuff and that always brought good stuff to my life. Uh, when I moved to LA, I have like a massive opportunity, you know, come work to, for the best studio in the world. If you ask me, you know, like, and that was amazing, you know, and I learned a lot, um, I work with like 60 artists on the same studio and they are all handpicked from the world. It's insane. You know, like if you yeah. go to a place like that, everyone, every person, if you, you know, every person for me was a studio, you know, every person was, mm -hmm. had a style, a strong voice, a mm -hmm. set of skills that was amazing. So I learned a lot there. Um, and LA is a fun city, you know, like a really yeah. fun city. When we moved to Vancouver, I needed some uh, calm in my life. I needed like a small studio family oriented, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like everyone could sit at the same table. And we were like maybe mm. 15. Mm. I like that. I will know the name of everyone and everyone will know my name. I will have a desk, you know, stuff that you don't realize, uh, maybe, but, uh, but they, they make your life, you know, the routines mm. and stuff, uh, at Buck, oh. you know, I will move, I wouldn't move desk. I wouldn't have a desk. I will move mm. buildings. I wouldn't have, you know, like I, I got to the first day and the second day I was working on a second building. And the third day yeah. I was working like 40 minutes from the studio. And then I would come back. It was like, I wouldn't have any control over my life. And it was, mm. I think it's, that's how they have to work. And it, it is amazing. But for me, it was insane. It was like, I can't believe that I can have like a, like a small plant on my desk, you know, or like my computer yeah. can have like a background because I'm not going to have any, anything. And yeah. then, uh, uh, in Vancouver, I started exercising, you know, and like my, the balance, the, the work life balance got really, uh, I don't know, improved, you know, it got better. Mm. I, I was going to say really good, but actually I think I have a better work balance now, work life balance now. And then when we move again, we were wondering about Europe. We, we moved to Barcelona. We were freelance, um, and we had a lot of friends there and social life became like a thing, uh, mm. like an important thing in our lives and, and food was amazing. And I don't know, we just wanted to travel, you know, and no places. And then when we move mm. back again, um, we are really focused on our careers and I really mm. want to create something that is going to stand, you know, and I mm. feel the best place that I know that I could do that is lay because they're just the industry is so big and, and opportunities here are massive, you know? Um, uh, and if you do something, I don't know, I come from Buenos Aires. If you do something in Buenos Aires, 
a huge project in Buenos Aires. People in Argentina mm -hmm. is going to know. And that's it. Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe, you know, someone in Europe, some, but you have to struggle, you know, like you have to be really, really good. Excellent. Like, yeah. I don't know. And here I feel if you are good enough in LA, mm -hmm. you get a project, you know, people in the United States is going to know just a bigger country, mm -hmm. bigger industry, but maybe, you know, people in Europe is going to know. And of course, you know, people mm. in Latin America, it's, it's just like express, you know, you get more exposure from the same world, yeah. you know? And, and I think I got like amazing opportunities in, in United States to work with just like these, these huge brands, you know, like, uh, Apple and Facebook and Spotify and Uber and, and Nike. And I don't know, like, oh, all these, um, incredible popular, uh, huge brands. Um, and it's insane how many people see your work, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. And I think so also it's, it's you know your experience also shows in a way that you can choose where to live, right? Like you can. I oh, think yeah. this attitude of like moving around country, countries and like realizing, okay, I like this place or I like that place or this place is good for me right now. Vancouver is good for me right now, but I would rather stay in LA for the rest of my next. For now. I don't know, for ten now. years for or now, whatever. Yeah, for, now. for now, but I mean. <laughs> It's also great. I think that's a great mindset that not not all of us have the fact that we don't need to stay in the same place. Um, at the same time, we don't need to move. Not there's no right or wrong, right? But no, there's I no think way it's a to great mindset to to be to be open. It's to, a broader experience, you know. I feel I don't know. I'm yeah. very, as you can see, you know, I do a lot of stuff. I'm I'm just like move a lot, like not mm. not country. I just like move. I do things, you know, and and I and I like. And I like it like that. You know, I feel my life yeah. makes sense to me in that way. Yeah. And and I feel you could stay in the place that you are born. Nobody is pushing you to do that. Um, every life is different. You know, I'm not get, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying that you're going to get a better life if you move to L.A. or whatever. Uh, I'm just for saying sure. that for me, um, it completely switched. You know, I'm not the same person. Uh, I was, I, I don't know, I'm a kid from... Buenos Aires, you know, like hmm. countryside, maybe, I don't know, like from, uh, you, you know, Buenos Aires from Lanús. So it's like a very small yeah. kind of like middle class, low class place. I have, you know, uh, son of a teacher and a taxi driver. So I shouldn't be here really. Um, hmm. and I think, you know, just moving, just working in these places gave me a window in Buenos Aires, you know, gave me a window to like the world. And then, hmm. I don't know how I got into like a production company in LA that is massive. And then that gave me a window into maybe a, a arts career. Mm. And then, you know, I started doing that and I'm actually doing it step by step. I don't know, you know, you yeah, see like the, the next opportunity where, yeah. and you just try to pursue that. And if you work hard, suppose you're lucky, things in the context yeah. work, you know, whatever, uh, you, you get a, I don't know, it's insane. I have a studio in LA, you know, I'm still, yeah. I'm still, um, just surprised, you know, about everything. Um, it, I, I've been doing illustrations for the last four or five years. Mm. Um, and, and it's wonderful, you know, that the process that I do, they treat me well. Um, I'm really happy with the work that I do and I put it out, out there, you know, 90% or 95% of the work that I do, it's out there. And I, I don't yeah. hide anything. And I, I work on places that 95%, it was hidden, you know, I couldn't yeah. show anything. And that, that's such a big part for me, you know, just to share the work. Yeah. And someone says, 
cool. You know, I, I like what are you doing, you know, that kind of stuff. Or now I sell the prints and I feel it's like a, like a stronger connection to, to the people that follows me, you know, and, and I can share that with them and I can pay the bills from that. Uh, I'm painting now. Um, I don't know. Totally. You know, we're gonna add, like... we're gonna add the link to the to the shop on our show notes. Oh, thank uh, you. So that people people can find it. Um, Sebastian, before we wrap up this conversation, that sure. could go on to a lot of different directions. Um, you, I want to I want to play a game with you, which is uh, a game that I have played with some of the guests that I have had in the last episodes, which is called complete the sentence. Complete so the sentence. Essentially, essentially okay. I'm really I bad at games. <laughs> okay, I hope. Okay. I start the sentence and um, you complete it. Okay. Are you ready? No, but let's do it. <laughs> I could never get bored of drawing. I'm extremely good at eating. I'm terrible at exercising you know it takes me i'm trying to be better but i'm the worst my wife always tells me that <laughs> uh stop working <laughs> for sure one day i'm gonna one day i'm gonna um that's a that's a hard one one day i'm gonna have a bookshop. I would love to have a bookshop, a bookstore. Yeah, I would love to. Right now is the perfect time to? Get a coffee, always. Always. <laughs> go for a walk, grab a coffee, come back, do some work, go for a coffee and walk, get some work. Last one. If I wouldn't be doing this for a living, I would be? <sighs> so hard. Um, now I want to be a painter, you know? So let's say that. Let's say that. I'm not that far. I'm always changing careers, so it's not that undoable for me. So maybe in a couple of years, you're like, hey, now you're painting. What happened with the digital thing? Amazing. I'm going to invite you to the podcast then. Thank you so much for, for being on the show today, Sebastian. Thank you so much. And thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Where can people find you before we wrap up? Uh, you put Sebastian Curry on Google, and I should be there. If not, I'm doing wrong, something wrong. Okay, great. So I'm going to add uh, your website, your yeah. shop. I have an Instagram, the, a Twitter, and all the... Your yeah. Instagram account. Everything on the show notes so that everyone can find you. Thank you again for making the time oh, to no. chat with me Thanks today. Thanks to you for chatting with me. Th thank you, everybody, for listening and see you on the next episode of Open Studio. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. So this is it. I hope you loved this episode. You can find me, the host of the show, on social networks at Martina Flor on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you have a question or comments, go to martinaflor.com slash podcast, where you can see previous episodes, find show notes, and send voice memos with your comments and questions. You can also watch these episodes on YouTube. Just go to martinaflor.com slash YouTube to find them. You can, of course, listen to all our episodes on your favorite podcast platform. If you loved this episode, subscribe to this podcast. And if you leave us a review, it will help others find us. Thank you all for listening and see you in the next episode of Martina Flores Open Studio. Bye-bye.